Hi, Chelsea. What's up, Taryn? <laughs> I like how we just decided like that's our that's our intro. Well, it just, it's just us saying it's hi. It's natural now. Yeah. Also, have you we noticed that to... you are always the one that talks first? I feel like I feel like that's just <laughs> how we've done it. It's just like Am I habit. Just obnoxious? No, it's just habit yeah. at this point. I'm just watching the counter go down to like when it starts recording and it's like three, two, one, action. Hi, Chelsea. What's up? <laughs> I feel like it's the same like tone every single time too. We should do like a compilation of that. Of all of them? All of our <laughs> Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Taryn. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Taryn. I think it'd be pretty funny. Maybe for our like hundredth episode, we do a compilation of all of our highs. That that's a long way down the road. I know, but this is episode fifteen something. I don't know. It'll be fifteen. That's more than we ever thought we were gonna release. Yeah, seriously though. <laughs> seriously though. I feel like most people who try to start podcasts quit at least after ten. Like if you make if yeah, we, make it we've 10, made it past anything. Yeah, we've made it past the point of no return at this point, you know? And now we will do this until we die. Obviously. What else are we going to do? End it? Yeah. <laughs> What's no. the longest running podcast? I feel like it's so re- so new. Like, there's not a record yet. I don't know. I don't have a clue. Hmm. I'm going to Google that later. That should be our <laughs> life goal is just to keep the longest podcast ever. Has two listeners, but it's been going on for 50 years. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's all that really matters. Right. So, How's your week been? It's been good. Just chilling. I like how I asked you that, but I literally talked to you two hours ago. I know. I know how your week's been. <laughs> As it's if we don't talk every listeners. day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am really excited um, for the weekend just because I just really am tired. <laughs> That's it. I just really want to go to bed. My husband is currently out of town. When we're recording this. By the time He's this comes out, Coleman for... will be back. <gasps> no way. Yeah. House of this House in this ruling sea is gonna be the last episode that comes out before Coleman gets home. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We need to put like an alarm in here right now, like fireworks going off, <laughs> cheers or something, and claps. I'm so Yay. excited. Coleman's coming home. It's about I'm so excited time. for you. I know. My husband's been gone for approximately 28 hours, and I would like him to come home. So four months, you are Superwoman, you are Wonder Woman, um, all or, or just an idiot. powerful <laughs> women. Nah, you're loving and supporting. Aww. This will ultimately good, be good in the future, but in the moment. That's what I keep telling myself. I'm like, terrible. I'll tell you that too. Um, <laughs> anyway, has anything else happened this week that's a funny story? I have another TMI Terran story. I have this bruise on my arm. I have a bruise okay. on my knee. Oh my gosh, Chelsea. <laughs> you need to stop. Okay, but I have to tell you about this bruise. Oh, that's okay, nasty. You you yeah. Yeah. So I was very quickly baking. I was rushing through my baking process and I walked into an open cabinet <laughs> and it hit my arm. Okay. And it hurt very bad. And when it originally hit, of course it turns red 
Then a couple of days later, I woke up and I it was the bluest bruise I had ever seen in my entire life. It looked like I had blue paint on my arm. Ooh. It was so strange. Then it went to purple. Then it turned green. Oh. And now it is yellow. The only color of the rainbow that I am missing is orange. If this bruise doesn't turn orange at some point, I'm going to be very upset. I know. What? I need, I need it to complete the rainbow of bruise colors, and then my life will be fulfilled. <laughs> The standards are very low. Very low expectations for a good life over here. Do you want to hear anyway, how I got, that's my thought. Do you want to hear how I got my bruise on my knee? I there's nothing I would love more than that. It's like so <laughs> embarrassing. So <laughs> I was like it was one of those mornings, you know, sometimes you have a morning where you wake up and you're like, what a beautiful day it is. And then other mornings you wake up and you're like, oh no. For no reason whatsoever life again yeah i had an oh no morning so i'm like rushing i was a little i was like five or ten minutes late to work so i'm like trying to hurry (laughs) to get in and i like drop my keys and somehow keys which aren't supposed to roll end up like i kid you not in the dead center of my car like underneath my car on the cement so i'm like on my stomach like crawling oh my under my car trying to get my keys so i'm like this is so embarrassing so i go inside work i work on the second story so there's like a flight of stairs and i'm going to run up the stairs and i biff it so oh hard like not just like oh no i tripped but like slid down several steps <laughs> my knee and it's so loud because it's like a cement warehouse building (laughs) so i like slide down the stairs and i like look around and no one one sees me like so i just like stand up and walk to my desk like nothing happened but it hurts so bad like oh my gosh okay your story wins (laughs) Man, was, I can just see you starfished sliding down the stairs. It was Man. so embarrassing. No one even saw it, and it was embarrassing. Nobody saw it, though. It's fine. I was like, You're Aww. like, there's a spirit here somewhere that saw it, and I can't handle that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know how no one heard it is the biggest thing, because it was so loud. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, no, a little trip, like, lose your balance for a second. It was, like, full-blown sliding. It was It was bad. It was not great. I love that so much. But my bruise didn't change magical colors like yours did, so. I know. Am I getting superpowers? If it completes the rainbow, does something special happen? Oh Do I get an gosh, award? Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. Somebody just shows up at my door and it's like, congrats, here's a chocolate bar, and then I just walk away. <laughs> That'd be so great. Oh gosh. All right, Taryn. Ugh. What are we doing here, Chelsea? This is going to be <laughs> such a good episode guys so break out your inner nerves go ahead (laughs) here's the thing okay so today we're going to be talking about dungeons and dragons a little backstory i mentioned on a previous episode about how my coworkers, well two of my coworkers play dungeons and dragons and if you had told me five years ago even that i would willingly play and semi understand a campaign of dungeons and dragons i would laugh at your face i'd be like no that's so dumb why would i do that but then i got this job i started talking to my new coworkers, and the way they were talking about it 
I was like, so basically what you do is you come up with a fantasy story, but live action, like, like it's happening in real time. They're like, yeah, basically. I'm like, why does everybody think this is so weird? Trust me. I, I know, I know (laughs) I'm looking at you. Like I know, I know, I know that it can be weird. There's varying levels of obsession, but it is an interesting concept. And I think with how many people on book talk right now are like wanting to write books, I feel like it's a really good imagination workshop, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, or practice. I don't know. Yeah. So That's my justification. This this all this all started because Taryn needs a character. I need to for build a her work Dungeons and Dragons party. <laughs> We're calling it team building. Oh, I I want to be there so badly. If I could fly you down from Utah, you know that I would not hesitate to oh, do so. And it's the Sarah Eden book signing, so I can't come. Otherwise, I would oh, fly yes, myself okay. down. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't as much as I I know that this is not going to be a one-time thing. I have gotten way too invested in this character. I mean, we spent like an hour this... talking about the character last night. <laughs> yeah. We got way too excited. And then I talked about it more today. And my DM, aka my coworker, um, he was like, you should just like write a story about this character. I like where you're going with it. And I was like, trust me, I've stolen half of it from Sarah J. Maas <laughs> and the other half from other fantasy writers. I did not create any of this. <laughs> But you can think I'm cool. Yep, go right ahead. I wrote all this. This is 100% us. Nothing's plagiarized. Don't Google it. Or us. Kate, Chelsea, what has been your experience with this lovely adventure? World of Dungeons and Dragons. I have played Dungeons and Dragons exactly twice in my life. Um... (laughs) I had previously on a different episode talked about the experience of trying to play with my family. So my older brother super into, and my sister-in-law are super into Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and I convinced my family to do a one night campaign and it was disastrous. Um, did not go, <laughs> did not go well. Like I said in the last episode, my mom and sister were just trying to seduce everything. Dad did not understand <laughs> the parameters of what you can and cannot do. But the second time I played was like last year, my husband and I were down in Arizona visiting family and we got to be like the guest villains. We got to play the oh bad gosh. guys in my brother's <sighs> campaign with all of his friends, which was freaking awesome. Probably so much more fun than playing a good guy. In theory. <laughs> <laughs> what Ryan, my brother, the DM, neglected to tell us was the full parameters of what we had at our disposal. Like, we did not understand. I, like, we died real fast. Like, should uh-huh. should have kicked these kids' butts. Like, the campaign should have been over. But Ryan forgot uh-huh. to tell us that we had control of a magical horde of zombies. What? And that seems like an important point. Didn't tell me that my dragon had special powers other than breathing fire. So we we got our butts kicked. 
And Coleman and I were like, wow, that went really poorly. And Ryan's like, yeah. you should have used your zombie horde. I was like, what the heck are you talking about? We were not adequately prepared. But it was still mega super fun. Highly recommend. If you ever get to play the villain, do it. Do it. So what I'm hearing is that Coleman is also willing to play. Yes. Is that true? If, if it was the I feel like right... of all the things that he's weird about, <laughs> I feel like D&D is one of the things he would be weird no, about. No, he actually really enjoyed it, and I think that it would be fun if we had the right group. So, my coworkers. Yeah. And me. I think if Coleman did it, I could convince Andrew to do one campaign. Yeah, because Coleman, Coleman likes the creativity aspect of it. Yes. Like, he loves that aspect of it. He just, it was... Um, an unfortunate first experience for him to mm-hmm. not have the anything explained to him. And yeah, I feel like I yeah, you have to. It's hard to play your first round with really experienced people who mm-hmm. don't tell you what to do. That's the thing is like, right? We were playing with Ryan's whole group that like played every single night, so they were all highly experienced. Knew what they were doing, and Coleman and I are like, uh, I guess we'll like breathe fire now or something. I don't really know what we're doing. Like, uh, kill that guy. And Ryan's like, you should have attacked that guy first. I'm like, Ryan, why did you not give us these tips and tricks while it was helpful when we were playing instead of yeah. after the fact? <laughs> like, oh man, this sounds very much like Ryan. Yeah, it was. It was a oh, what a guy. It was a special experience. Super fun. I'm very lucky that this whole campaign has been designed by our DM to introduce us to the game. Because there's three of us and maybe four of us playing. Um, It's me. Hello. You all know me. We're all best friends now. A mess of a human. Um, And then one of my coworkers who also hasn't played... And he's basing his character off of Edmund from the Count of Monte Cristo. So he's so a good. human swashbuckler. Yes. That sounds relatively correct. And so he like is trying to get revenge or something. And then our other player might be the DM's wife. We don't know if she's going to play yet. She's played before. She really likes the creative aspect of it. He has a... like. I don't know if it's a basement. I keep feeling like it's a basement. Um, it's like his DM room. Like he makes mini figures. He has two, three printers purely for this. Um, all the things. Okay, it's a, it's very intense. And so his wife might play. And then the last one is uh, my other coworker. He's a student teacher, and he is a bard, and he also plays every single week. So he's like the comedy relief player, but also the only (laughs) one who knows what he's doing. So it's, and like, he is a bard in real life. Like that is his personality. (laughs) So it's going to be, I'm, I'm genuinely excited. I don't know how it's going to go and I might be terrible at it, but I'm really, I feel very lucky that I work with people who are willing to like like they couldn't make fun of my Harry Potter party because we're playing Dungeons and Dragons tomorrow. I night. cannot <laughs> wait to hear how this goes. 
All right. Hey, are you ready, Chelsea? Yeah, everyone, welcome to the Dungeons and Dragons world. <laughs> we will now be introducing who we are in this world. Oh, stop. Are you really? <laughs> <clears throat> My name. <laughs> no, no, is I Bree can't. Toss couple. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Chelsea created this character when she played with her brother. And years ago. And we've been trying to get the character sheet for a while. A hot minute. And we finally got it ten minutes ago. It is and not even vaguely, Bree. not even <laughs> vaguely what I remember creating. But it's definitely my handwriting, so this is it. <laughs> I named my character Bree Tosscobble. Why? Why did I pick that name? That's a terrible name. Is it, like, in the player's handbook? Like, did you just take one out, or did you not have I, one to reference? I'm not, I'm not a clue. Not a clue where the heck this came from. Wow. I am a bard, halfling, a lightfoot. Uh, entertainer is my background. So, that's delightful. I think I think I built this character with the intent of, like, talking my way into places like avoid mm-hmm. conflict as much as possible which again i don't think that i was adequately explained what needed to happen in this campaign because i almost died like 15 times in one <laughs> night <laughs> because he's like i'm gonna go talk to that guy that's a bad idea i'm gonna go talk to that guy that's a bad idea no no talking to is fine but it's like ryan tried to build this whole campaign and obviously, like, there's a bad guy that you have to defeat. And I just am too impulsive to not be able to <laughs> hold my own. So he's like, the bad guy says this. I'm like, attack him. And Ryan's like, you get kicked on your butt. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so oh, man. did not did not think that through at all. Well, should we decide what I am? Yeah, let's let's introduce your character. Okay, so we have kind of thought this through already. Like, I have the basics done with my character, but we just thought it would be fun because why not? Except to, for like, a name. walk through. Except for a name, which is very important. So be thinking of a name, Chelsea, because we need to name this because this well, character, because I need to use it tomorrow. I don't know that we should trust me with the naming because apparently I'm very bad at naming characters. We can learn from mistakes. Um, So... I think we're going to go with an elf. So here, let me, just for the sake of the you people out there who are like, I'm never going to actually play Dungeons and Dragons, but I am interested in what it looks like, like how you would build a character. This was actually really fun, even mm-hmm. if like the rest of the game is not fun or doesn't go as I thought. This is still like a super fun experience. I think it would be cool for like, just creating any characters and anything that you need. Anyway, okay, first race. So you have to choose a race first, okay? Um, or I guess you can do it in whatever order you want, but this is the order that I did it. So there's a dwarf, an elf, um, a halfling, that's me. a human, lame, a, a dragonborn. A halfling, born, in case you guys are wondering, is a, is a hobbit. Basically a hobbit. Basically a hobbit. But they can't use hobbit because that's... Uh, copyrighted by Lord yep. of the Rings, so it's a halfling. Yep. Um, a gnome, 
a half elf, a half orc, a tiefling, and that's it. Those are the ones that are just listed in this player's handbook. Okay, this is the D&D player's handbook. I know there's more, like you can be, there are more races, there are more things that you can do, but this is the basics. So we're going to go with an elf. And so since we've chosen elf, we had to, I had to go through and you get to read a little bit about them. Like there's a topic called uh, the, what's it called? The bolded caption, whatever title. I don't know. Um, But it's a slender and graceful with their unearthly grace and fine features. Elves appear hauntingly beautiful to humans and members of many other races. So it tells you background um, of their race. They can live well over 700 years, yada, yada, yada. They live in quiet kind of places. Sometimes they don't like people. Um, there's also, according to elf D&D lore, Ooh. you, uh, sometime after your 100th birthday is when you're actually considered an adult because okay. they live for so long. So you have like a child's name and then you have an adult name after you turn around a hundred. That's so freaking So a hundred years old is it's a big it's a big day, guys. Big birthday big day. homies. Okay, now that we have that, so then it goes through and it tells you the traits that you get to put on your character sheet. And the ability score increases your dex your dexterity score increases by two. I wrote that down. And then uh, talks about ages, alignment, which is like the alignment chart that I feel like is popular all the places. People do it for like superheroes. It's like lawful, good, lawful, neutral, chaotic, and then good, neutral, and evil. And so somewhere on the chart. Uh, Size, speed, base walking speed is 30 feet. Got that on the chart. Mm -hmm. They also have dark vision. Which, um, because they live in twilight forests and all that fun stuff, uh, they have superior vision in dark and dim conditions. So you can see in dim light within 60 feet of you as if it were a bright light and in darkness as if it were dim light. You can't discern color and darkness, only shades of gray. Interesting, interesting. I have proficiency in the perception skill. Hey, yo. So fill in, fill in that bubble. Uh, you have advantage on saving throws against being charmed, and magic can't put you to sleep. So I wrote that down under features and traits. Oh, elves don't need sleep. They just, like, meditate for four hours, like, semi-conscious. That's kind of trippy. I feel like I, I need a, a handbook. I don't have a cool handbook like you have. This is not mine. Oh, okay. My coworker <laughs> let me use it. I am telling you now I did not spend my own money on this. I'm committed, but not that committed. Not that committed. All right, fair no. enough. <laughs> um, I can speak, read, and write common, the common language, language and elvish. Boom, boom, pow. Heyo. And then you have to pick a subrace. So we, the subraces for the elves are high elf, wood elf, or dark elf. Ooh. Ooh. So. I just can't not think of community. <laughs> I know. High elf is just regular elf. Wood elf is surprise a, a woody a woody elf. 
Um, <laughs> and then dark elves live underground and they are very rare. And most of the time they're mean. So probably go with a high elf, right? High elf, for sure. Okay, so that does ability score increase. Your intelligence score increases by one. Boom, pow. Now you're smarter. And then, <clears throat> oh yeah. Heck Super yeah. smart. So elf weapon training. Um, you have proficiency with the long sword, short sword, short bow, and long bow. Well, isn't that fancy? I can kill a bunch of people. Um, okay, a skill so that I did not develop and should have. <laughs> <laughs> Com- uh, just kidding. I wrote down common and elvish, uh, long swords, short sword, short bow, and long bow. Right? Okay. So, also, all of this, if you don't know, I'm talking about a character sheet. You get this paper. Maybe I'll post a picture of mine. We'll see. We'll see how committed I I get, or if I'm embarrassed by the time we release this episode. Um, Depends but on you... how well you do in your campaign. <laughs> yeah, if I suck, then I won't do it. Um, uh, so anyway, you record all this on your character sheet, which my coworker just printed offline and then handed me. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Okay, we got the race. Is there anything else? Cantrip. Can you know trip. one cantrip of your choice from the wizard's spell list. Intelligence is your spell casting ability for it. So I get to I get a spell. Here, let's go back back of the book. 267. I wrote this down to make it easier. I got two cantrips when I made my character. The Ooh, first cantrip is vicious mockery. <laughs> no way. <laughs> the second one is just called Friends. Oh, I saw that one. <laughs> Isn't it like you can make them your friend, but then once the power wears off, they realize that you are doing magic uh-huh. on them and it pisses them off? Uh-huh. Or makes them mad? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly I just like the idea of vicious mockery, which causes psychic damage to people. <laughs> don't even know in what situation i would use vicious mockery but i liked the idea so i would just do it all the time just like use vicious mockery but they're your friend i don't care i don't care do it vicious mockery (laughs) (laughs) so the one that i really liked because there's not there's not that many that they list that you can that you can use i liked this one Pre, I can't pronounce it. Somebody's gonna make fun of me. Pre stidigitation. Oh, yep. 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 You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I can't pronounce oh, it either. You do? I remember because it's like a very common one that's used a lot. That Ryan was mm-hmm. like, Yeah, obviously it's this. And I was like, I cannot pronounce that. You're mm-hmm. like, Why would I know that? And Ryan's like, You should pick this that one as your cantrip. And I was isn't... like, normal nope will not pick it as my cantrip because if i pick it as my cantrip i'm gonna have to say it oh and not wrong and uh vicious mockery is way easier to say it's way easier to say (laughs) (laughs) oh man so this is the one so um its range is 10 feet it its duration can be up to one hour 
So this is a minor magical trick that novice spellcasters use for practice. You create one of the following magical effects within range. This actually is very useful. Oh, yeah. Which is probably why, quote, unquote, everybody gets it, Chelsea. Everybody. So you create an instantaneous harmless sensory effect, such as a shower of sparks, a puff of wind, faint musical notes, or an odd odor. Just like, of boom. Of course. It smells like stinky cheese. <laughs> I like how it said an odd odor. It wasn't just an odor. It's an odd odor. I want you to just use that and mess with people for no reason whatsoever. I would like it to smell like chicken pot pie. Why? I would just like it to smell like chicken pot pie. Because Please I roll can. Because <laughs> I can. Just do it. Um, the next one is you instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire. That's very oh. convenient if you're walking around the world. Uh, you instantaneously clean or soil an object no larger than one cubic foot. You chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material for one hour. You make a color, a small mark, or a symbol appear on an object or a surface for one hour. This is all the you same create- thing? The same cantrip? Yeah, you can do you do any of these things. Um, or you create a non-magical trinket or an illusionary image that can fit in your hand and that lasts until the end of your next turn. Uh, if you cast this spell multiple times, you can have up to three of its non-instantaneous effects active at one time. And you can dismiss such an effect as an action. So I chose that one because... That's mega useful. Our chat, like with what we discussed as my character's background i feel like that is what they would choose i agree if that makes sense so i'm gonna write that on my character sheet under um can't rips you're gonna have to pronounce that one more time please taryn a prestigative nation <laughs> <laughs> you said it so confidently <laughs> that would be me if i ever went to hogwarts <laughs> Professor McGonagall would be like, it's pronounced this. And I'd be like, appadigatipadit. And then something would light on fire. <laughs> I would be Seamus. Oh, I think we'd all be Seamus. Nothing would actually work. <laughs> Seamus is the best. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Okay. I think that's everything for our elf. Wait, the elf details. Wait, are you? Oh, yeah, for the elf details. I was going to ask what your class was. Just for the elf. But that's oh, different. Oh, our class is next. Do, do, do. Bum, bum, do, 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 do. Okay, so I'm going to be real honest with you guys. This character is halfway based off of Selena Sardothian from Throne of Glass. I'm going to be real with you. For so, real. of course, um, her class is a rogue. Hey, do, do, do. We be killing all them people. Yeah, I don't know why I'm doing so many sound effects. Dungeons and Dragons. So, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like in my head, <laughs> when I think of Dungeons and Dragons, I think of the opening um, song for Merlin. I just feel like it's got that vibe, like the really dramatic. Well, there's also a dragon in that trailer. I mean, like in, in the intro. No, but he just got that vibe, you know? (laughs) 
I love that show so much. Was I just talking about it with you or somebody else? Oh, no. I mentioned it to my coworker because I'm like, please tell me you've seen Merlin. He's like, uh, yes. I'm like, Obviously. Okay, cool. We can be friends. Okay. So a rogue is uh, – rogues rely on skill, stealth, and their foes' vulnerabilities to get the upper hand in any situation. They have a knack for finding the solution to just about any problem, demonstrating a resourcefulness and versatility that is the cornerstone of any successful adventuring party. I just, there's so many cool options there, and I chose Bard. Bards are legit. I could have been a ranger. Every campaign needs a, yeah, you could have. <laughs> I could have been a ranger. I could have been a rogue. I could have been so many cool things. Why? I just want to go talk to Chelsea five years ago. What was I, it wasn't even five years ago. It was like, well, I guess it was before, what was that? We're old, Chelsea. Was Coleman around? I don't even remember if Coleman was there. Is that before or after Coleman? Is this pre-Coleman well, or post-Coleman? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Coleman yes, was there. the two time periods. The two time periods. Pre-Coleman and post-Coleman. And post-Coleman. Pre-C and post-C. <laughs> Regardless, you made choices. I made choices. And you gotta live with them. They weren't great choices, but I made them. <laughs> yep, but you gotta live with them. Okay, so I chose a rogue. Because, again, when we share the backstory, I think this will be great. Remember, think Selena. And if you haven't read the Throne of Glass series, I recommend it. Then this I is 100% really original and don't read the Throne of Glass and just know oh, that yeah, we came up with kidding. all of this. Don't email Sarah. I have mad respect for her, okay? If she calls me, I'll tell her that I will post an apology letter. Also, I'll just be really cool that she's calling me. Um, <laughs> anyway, none of this matters. Okay, so I chose a rogue. Um, skills and precision, a shady living, creating a rogue. Okay. As you create your rogue character, consider the character's relationship to the law. Do you have a criminal past or present? Are you on the run from the law or from an angry thieves or from an angry thieves guild master? Or did you leave your guild in search of a bigger risks and bigger rewards? Is it greed that drives you in your adventures or some other desire or ideal? So many questions. There's actually no another paragraph of questions that I'm not going to read. Um, equipment that we can start with, which I did end up choosing this equipment. Uh, you get a rapier or a short sword. So I chose a short sword. Uh, uh, you either get a short bow and a quiver of 20 hours or er hours? <laughs> Arrows. You don't get time in your quiver. Quiver full of time. <laughs> oh my god! Or gosh. a short sword. And so I got a, a short bow. So now I have a bow and arrow and a sword. And then I got a burglar's backpack with a bunch of burglar stuff in it. Oh, that's nice. And I got nice. leather armor, two daggers, Ooh. and thieves tools. I put all these in a backpack and they're in my equipment. How I'm carrying all these things. Don't I ask don't questions really you don't want to know yeah. the answer to. Yeah, it's fine. It's magic. It's fine. Don't hear what I have in, in my equipment. I would love to know what equipment you have. I have a rapier, an okay, entertainer's cool. pack, a disguise kit, two costumes. <laughs> don't know what the costumes are, but I've got two costumes, five candles. Don't know why I need that many candles. A pan flute and two gems. You're set. Yeah. So. You could take on <laughs> any boss. 
I've got a pan flute and candles. So I feel like you would just walk up to the situation <laughs> and dramatically like what? go to reach for your sword, but then pull out the flute and just start. What was I thinking when I made this character? I love it so much. Oh my gosh. So there's six different ability scores. There's strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Um, and let me see if I can look it up. My coworker was telling me about the tomato explanation. What? T- literally, I'm Googling it and it auto-filled it for me. Tomato oh explanation, D&D. So this is a real thing. Let's see if it wants to pull up. There's a picture of tomatoes. Huh? Okay, so strength is being able to crush a tomato. Dexterity is being able to dodge a tomato. Constitution is being able to eat a bad tomato. Intelligence is knowing a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put a tomato in a fruit salad. And then charisma is being able to sell a tomato-based fruit salad. Wow. So that's the explanation of all of the the character traits i chose for my highest trait was dexterity because that is what is used to like that's what bumps up your acrobatics and stealth it's based off of your dexterity score so i did that one as my highest then i did intelligence as my second highest because i wanted my character to not be dumb smart my second lowest (laughs) what's your lowest strength (laughs) i am both weak and dumb (laughs) it's a quality think of that dw meme it's like that sign can't stop me because i can't read (laughs) (laughs) a little character i don't understand this character at all and i made them (laughs) It's nothing like what you would normally... I feel like there were other parts of this situation. I don't feel like... I feel like I'm missing something. I definitely feel like you're missing something. Okay, so uh, I did dexterity as 17, intelligence as 15, uh, constitution as 13, wisdom as 12 charisma is 10 and then strength at 8. I'm not strong mm-hmm. at all. But that's okay. Because I can flip off of a building. I just can't lift up a barrel. That's fair. So hopefully somebody else in my group is a little bit stronger than I am. But based off of our conversation today, I don't think any of us are strong. That's which good. might be a problem. Nah. <laughs> we'll just be quick. We'll just scurry away. Okay, so that's the ability scores. And then the next part is your description and background. This is when our character's story comes into play. We put a lot of Um, effort into this story. We put way too much thought into this story. And we're not going to burden you with the entire story. Plus, we don't want you to steal our ideas. Which we stole from. Completely original. (laughs) So part of this is based off of Selena. Her assassin mode. We'll call it that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I wanted I wanted my character to be like 
boom boom pow can kill pe- can kill people if needed boom boom pow but like <laughs> boom boom pow that's what it sounds like when you murder somebody right i knew it um, <laughs> anyway um but then i also wanted i also like hated iant so much from a court of thorns and roses series so i wanted to like combine these two things so i gave this character a background in acolyte hear me out okay so um they worship a specific god we chose the moon god because why not Um, cool and their skill proficiencies are insight and religion so i added those two additional skills on my paper uh i get to speak two more languages which i think i got to speak another language in another part maybe rogue i can't remember because i have like five languages on my paper i'm pretty sure i just missed one common elvish and elvish and i feel like there was one more i got to pick but now i get to pick two more languages so my character now speaks common elvish halfling dwarvish and goblin you could talk to my character because i speak halfling oh my gosh they can be best friends your character would not put up with my character (laughs) i really doubt that my character would yes you're not wrong so and then equipment it gives me some of the things that i get to carry uh suggested characteristics anyway so that's mostly what i get from this so this is our general background okay so my character originally was an acolyte she worked at a temple that worshipped this priestess okay i can't remember her name but it starts with an s it's the moon goddess and it's like the power is like knowledge and life okay somehow my character unveils a whole conspiracy where the leaders of the temple are using their healing abilities as to like get political power so they'll like go to a leader or something i may have tweaked it since i talked to you last night chelsea yeah i'm excited Um, to hear this (laughs) so these like leaders of the temple she finds out end up like going and they go to these like local leaders or other places and they're like hey if you want your people to think you're super awesome we can get them sick on purpose you can call us us in to heal them then you look like the hero for calling us in and we stay relevant basically Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense so far yep so you unveil this this plot or this like scheme and because it's like not anybody's actually like not many people are dying but like it's still using the people for political gain and for powerful, like to like as a power grab. So you, the character eventually confronts after like years of like finally figuring this out, the character finally confronts the high priestess or whoever's in charge. Let's say high priestess. It's like I am. That's just kind of where I got the idea. You confront them and then they try to kill you while you escape. Okay, dun dun dun. I say you. It's not you. It's this character. No, I don't know. I, I, I gasped. It's you, Chelsea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so as you're running away, I don't know. Maybe you get shot with an arrow or something. So you run into the forest, and the character like is leaning up against a tree, and it's like that really dramatic moment where they're about to die, 
and um then the goddess that she's been worshiping her entire life for this temple comes and saves her and heals her but it's the moon goddess so of course her hair is going to turn white guys <laughs> because i love white hair characters it makes me so happy so her hair turns white and i was like a mark that she's been touched by this goddess and she's like hey go like clear my name and bring good things for my name now because it's been corrupted by these stupid people and you're like sure thing mrs goddess and then she disappears kids mrs goddess also i forgot so you know how ianth has the the phases of the moon on her forehead yeah i think it's so cool i mean like i don't want forehead tattoos but i think it looks looks legit okay so the the symbol of this goddess is seven stars around a pair of eyes so i was thinking like the same spot that the moon phases were could be seven stars yes so i have the character has those seven stars now and then white hair and everybody thinks she's dead so then as she wanders and she like doesn't know what to do because she can't go back and she runs into this rogue who (laughs) who ends up training her okay But today, my DM was like, hey, you have to have, like, connections. You have to have people that they have bonds with. And then I can, like, insert those people into the story. And he's like, hey, you have your rogue trainer. What's their name? And immediately, (laughs) we're just stealing names from books, okay? Yeah, we're not even trying to be original at this point. (laughs) No, not at all. Immediately, he was like, hey, give me a name for this trainer. I was like, uh, what's the last book that I read with a killer? I'm like, uh... I read We Hunt the Flame, um, Nasir. So his name's Nasir. <laughs> wow. Uh, I know. I'm really creative. But I was like, you don't need to Google that. It's I fine. Yeah, don't, don't Google that. And he's like, that's a cool name. Like, yeah, it's from a book. He's like, okay. And then I have the goddess on there. And then he's like, okay, you have a hell, ha- how about you have like a half elf, elf friend who is also working at the temple but like somehow got away and escaped and went somewhere else. It's like, what would their name be? I was like, oh, best friend, sidekick person. Oh, let's steal another book name. Lysandra. Lysandra. <laughs> so we're it. just stealing I names. I love it so much. So I apparently Lysandra, he's, he had been creating an acolyte character who would show up at some point in the campaign. And he just needed to take the name that I had and like apply that to that character. Nice. So he's very into this. Anyway, so after training with the rogue for years and years, finally, like, since we're only a level one, we can't be like super good at things because we're we have trash numbers. So um, it's like maybe she's on like her first couple of missions where like she her her goal now is to take out corrupt leaders of any kind. If you're mistreating the people, she will come for you. The moon goddess, the white ghost. The Mrs. Moon Goddess. <laughs> Mrs. Moon Goddess's right hand. It's like the painted lady from Avatar. Yeah, from Avatar. But you're the white ghost. The white ghost. I don't like the white ghost because that sounds really lame. But <laughs> I'm sure I can come up with a better name. Anyway, that's kind of the basics. That's pretty. That's I think that's sweet. it. And then I like filled out all the scores and stuff. So now I have a character. The only thing that we don't have is a name. I could do a fantasy name generator online. Yeah. Kamara Zalem. Kamara Zalem. There you go. Okay, we did it. Kamara. 
Kamara Kamara Zalem. Kamara Zalem is gonna take on the world. Kamara Zalem. It sounds like one one name. Kamara Zalem. Kamara Zalem. Zalem. <laughs> wow. Okay, guys. I'm really excited. I'm really excited to hear how this all plays out. Yeah, this is a new thing for me. I don't really like doing new things. I just like reading new books. But I'm excited. I like the people I'm playing with. So I think it should it should be a party. Okay, Chelsea. Well, um, we, as in past, more than past selves, uh, August 12th version of us are going to say bye. All right, everyone. Have a good day. The next voice you will hear is from future us, but still <gasps> past us for you. Oh, oh how time moves. <laughs> oh, how the turntables have turned. Oh, how the turntables. Oh, how the turns have tabled. <laughs> we need to stop. Okay, bye, guys. Talk <laughs> to you in 0.5 seconds. Bye. And we're back. It's been. Yeah, we are. <laughs> what, two weeks? Two weeks since we recorded the last portion of this? I thought it's only been a week. No. Oh right? Oh my gosh. Has it only been a week? I think it's been a week and a half because we recorded like Okay, right it has been a week and a half. It was I like forgot. right before last Friday. And it's now You know, Chelsea, so it's been, it's been like, a long week. Don't freak me out like that. I was like, where is time gone? It was last, okay, yeah. We recorded this like last Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. It has been a week and two days, okay? So we told you that we were going to come back and tell you about my experience. Are you ready, Chelsea? Have we even talked about this? No, we haven't. I've intentionally not asked you about it because I've been so excited to record this (laughs) follow-up. Well, I tried to intentionally not tell you a lot of stuff, too. I told you that I had fun. It was a lot of fun. Okay, here are my initial thoughts. As soon as my dungeon master started talking, I could not keep a straight face. I was hysterically <laughs> laughing. And by the end, I was a little bit better. But Chelsea knows I am not a good actor. Like, I, I don't know. I just can't keep a straight face to save my life. So I, so he started talking and I was like, uh. But he was great. He was giving us the whole, like, this is where we are. He has he has made a table where it's a TV, it's a TV that create he created a wood border for that he like hooks connects with what? an HDMI cord to his laptop to project maps. That's the so, coolest thing I've ever yeah. heard. <laughs> so we like could see this little courtyard that we were in and then like it has the squares on it and so you know how far you can move and each square is 5 feet. Uh, so our little characters, I, my character and my other coworker, his character were like, we were there, they were sent there by whoever they were working for to collect a box. Like they didn't, we didn't know what the box looked like. It was just a package and we knew that it was being transferred at this spot that night. That's all we knew though. And so then like our story began and that was it. And so it's like, Hey, what do you want to do? I'm like, uh, Oh, backup. One of my other coworkers, he made me and my other friend who haven't played before. Uh, he made us dice boxes out of the boxes that we used 
that like all of our Bluetooth speakers came in at work. He, he like painted them our favorite color and put our names on them so that we could roll the dice in there so that they didn't like fly off the table. It was very nice. That's so cute. Um, yeah. So it's in my car. I can show you later, Chelsea. Yes. So anyway, so we could roll in there. And so I, the, the combat was my favorite part. Like the strategizing of like, okay, what do you want to do? Like people are going to come like, well, I want a better vantage point. Can I scale that wall? And so I like my character like hopped up on a wall and I, I felt very cool. And then I was like hiding and then other people came. So it's so funny because from what my DM told us is the way that the night played out was nothing like how he thought it was going to go. <laughs> so he was like, I thought this part would take 10 minutes and two hours later, we're still fighting our way out of this courtyard. <laughs> oh my gosh. At one point, my friend, I hope they don't mind me saying their names. My friend Jenner, uh, we were like, our characters were, were partners and like he hopped on a horse, but the, he didn't have enough animal handling like scores or whatever to be able to actually handle the horse. So he runs away <laughs> and my friend Caleb's character is on top of a cart, like swatting at a bad guy with a sword, trying to keep him away. Like I it, just chaos ensued. My I character did make so a very much. good. <laughs> I was the character was on top of a roof. And I was like, I want to shoot that guy with an arrow. And he's like, okay, roll for it. And I like rolled super high. And he was like, okay, cool. You hit him. Like, it was, I was like, like yes. yes. And I was like, so sneaky. I And at one point I was like, okay, I need to get off the roof. And so I rolled for like, just to get off the roof. And I rolled so high. He's like, well, in the process of jumping off, you did like three backflips and you landed perfectly. I was like, can I land in a superhero pose? He's like, sure. Your character lands. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Taryn, you're literally a superhero. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But yeah, and then so during that whole part, I, I was a lot better at that because to me, it just felt like I was playing a, a board game. I was like, it was just more strategizing. But yeah. then after that, I guess our characters heard like we run off on the cart and the horse that we that we got from the people who showed up. It's It's a long story. And we have a kid in the back that I don't know if we knocked him out at that point. I think we did knock him out. So it's <laughs> Caleb's character. And as we ride away with him, somebody was like, no, not the chosen one. And so we're like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You kidnapped the chosen one? <laughs> so we kidnapped a chosen one. And so, but then it got to the point, like after that, then it was just role playing. We had to, like, we had tied him up. And so we had to interrogate him and that's when i got really bad i was like i don't know what to do he's like well ask him questions i was like i mean like ask you questions they're like no ask caleb questions i was like i can't he's doing a fake british accent and i can't take him seriously <laughs> <laughs> so we interrogated him for a while because i couldn't keep a straight face and i couldn't like it was pretty funny at one point though jenner did get up and like put a pencil to his throat and like pretended it was a knife and i was like this is interesting this developed yes. so much more than i thought it was yes going to. that makes me so happy so are you guys secretly yeah. working for the bad guy or something we don't know because we took way too long on all the things. And we were also learning how to play. So a lot, of, a lot of the times we had to pause and they had to explain to us like how different things worked. So 
the furthest we got was interrogating him. At one point, Jenner went off to inter like he had connections around the city, I guess, according to his character sheet. And so he went and asked people about this specific chosen one because he's a dark elf. And we found out that he's like basically the Antichrist and he's supposed to come and like take over the world and bring the dark elves like back to power. I don't know. That was it because it took us so long as we learned how to play. And then we like got up the next morning or our characters got up the next morning and then like went to meet with the guy that we were that told us to get the box. And the box was a key to something. We don't know what the key was, but it was a key. That was it. And then it was one o'clock in the morning. And so we went home. <laughs> That's amazing. Wait, so how long yeah. were you guys playing for? Uh, we didn't really get started until like nine something because uh we all uh we just were waiting for Jenner to put his his baby down. Mm. So and he had been gone all day. So we just waited for him and then when we got there, we like saw my DM's like Dungeons and Dragons room and like his 3D printers and all of the things that he like minis and all of these like uh set things that he'd made. It's re- it was really cool. So I don't think we really got started until closer to like 9:30 10. I'm not going to lie, very jealous, and I wish that I had been there. If you ever come down, which I hope you do at some point, I promise to schedule a time to play. I don't know when we're going to play again. Um, I would be down. I don't, like, like I said, I really liked the strategizing. Like, I liked that the combat portion did not like the role playing because See, I just am an awkward human and I hated it. I felt the opposite. Not hated it. That's I'm being extreme. When I played, I loved like doing the random crap, like trying to like persuade people and sneak away. And I hated the combat. I was like, I don't want to fight. I just want to run around and steal things. That's all. Maybe I just didn't like it that I was talking to like one specific person. It was just Caleb. Caleb, I just didn't like interrogating you. I'm sorry. I wasn't good at it. And Caleb actually knows how to play. He's the other one. So our DM obviously knows, know, knew what he was doing. And Caleb plays with his friends as well. Jenner and I were the only, like, we were the two that had no idea what we're doing. So us, me and Jenner, were supposed to be interrogating Caleb. Got it. And he was way good at the role playing. Yeah, he had, he, like, before we started, he was like, hey, do I want to do more of, like, a, J- a James Corden British accent or uh, what's his bucket? David Tennant British accent. Ooh. And I was like, neither. Do neither. Do like neither. I, can't, I can't do either of them. So he chose the James Corden and it was it was pretty funny. But because it was funny, I like just couldn't do it. I so I'm sure that. I would get better if I played a lot more. My husband was a little he was like, oh, no, you liked it. I'm like, I'm not going to play all the time. But it was fun. It was fun to hang out with my coworkers. I think they're really cool. I can't believe that someone put a pencil to someone else's throat. That makes me so incredibly happy. It was pretty funny. I love that. <laughs> uh, he like went so up behind good. him, and every time he was being obnoxious and wouldn't just give us a straight answer, he just like moved it a little tighter. That's and so, he's, like, so good. Yeah, I love it. So I will not be playing every single week, and that's okay. 
but I would not be opposed to continuing the story because I can't believe we went through like one night in the game. Right. So, cause it took us so long to figure out what the heck we were doing. And we kept just making things way more complicated than it needed to be. So good. It's so good. So that's that. It was super fun. I do recommend playing with people who know what they're doing. Cause that did help a lot. I don't know how it would have gone if all of us didn't know what we were doing. So yes, Chelsea, when you come down, I'll schedule it. And then maybe we can force Andrew to play one game because he was not about it. Yes, Andrew. Yes. But But it was fun. Don't knock it till you try it, homie. Yeah, if we like played like once a month or once every other month, I would not be opposed. But also, I live 40 minutes away from my DM's house. So I can't like, I couldn't do it regularly right that's just so far and so yeah i ended at one o'clock in the morning and guess what there was a gigantic monsoon coming through (laughs) so it took me closer to an hour to get home because i didn't want to die it was crazy we've been getting so much rain in arizona it is beautiful yeah we've gone a ton up here too like it was raining this morning it's sun's shining right now but it was raining crazy hard like earlier this morning and last night Okay, any final thoughts for our D&D wrap-up? Um, yeah, overall, I feel like I've enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So I feel like everyone needs to play D&D once in their life. Just once. I feel like especially people in the book community who read a lot of fantasy, like everybody who does like cosplay or anything like that, I think people would enjoy it. I really do. You don't have to play all the time. Right. I mean, you don't need to be a hardcore D&Der, but... No. But you can play once. So that's my thought. I think everybody should try it. Um, I think this has been a fun adventure. I don't know what we're going to name this episode. We will have it named, obviously, by the time you listen to this, but I think it was really fun. It was awesome. Well, guys, thanks for listening to this extra long episode because we had this edition at the end. But you guys are awesome. Thanks for going on this adventure with us. We hope we opened your mind to the possibilities of new <laughs> things and trying new things. We hate trying new things. We're we've not good so at it. so much better. Look at us go. But we've, look at us make a podcast and have like two people listen to us regularly. It's hey beautiful. Yo. Also, subscribe, rate, review, all the things. Um... If you do listen pretty consistently, send us a message. We really do want to talk to you. Yeah, My stats say that we have like a few at like more than two actual consistent listeners. So if you actually listen, like message us. We want to talk to you. We want to be your friend. Definitely. That's it. Well, have a fantastic week, guys. You yeah. can text us or it's not text us. You don't have our numbers. Please don't text us. Don't find them. <laughs> um, but message us. Tell Chelsea congratulations for her husband being home. We'll make her post a picture with her actual husband. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. You guys are the bomb. I agree. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>